Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing today? <clears throat> I feel like I see say podcast. I don't know. I don't know why I do that every time. So welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> um, today I'm going to kind of talk about something that uh, that I get asked about a lot. And it's something that, to be completely honest, I have never really shared on any of my channels or any of like my website or um, <clears throat> because it's... Um, well, there are a few reasons, and I won't go into all of those reasons, but something I get asked about a ton is, what do I pay for when I'm at my thrift stores? Uh, what should I be paying for certain items? What um, What's the price point I should be uh, you know, looking for or grabbing things right away if they're at a certain price point? And number one, we're all searching for different things at a thrift store, right? So <clears throat> you may be looking for something and I think I would walk right past it and never pay a dime for it, right? But, um, and vice versa, I, I'm looking for certain items when I'm thrifting and it's something you wouldn't even pick up. Um, so, you know, it, it's just kind of this, uh, I don't know, it, it, it just, there's so many things behind it that, um, that make the price different or just um, this topic a little hard to just, you know, make it black and white, meaning I just, yep, this is what it is. This is how it always is. This is, you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to just say that. But there's also a thing with, um, you know, like some of the items now that I have, I'm, I have a, an online store and like, and, uh, you can buy some of my vintage finds and you know what I'm paying for furniture pieces. I'm always selling my furniture flips. Like there's just, there's just a lot that goes into it. And so, um, I decided that, uh, when we started the new year, I wanted to create something that would kind of help you, um, kind of figure out what you want to pay for things at a thrift store or what you should be paying for things at a thrift store, kind of like a guide. Um, you know, and this guide is for thrifting for your home, like what you should pay for things or what, um, it, I'm going to go over what I pay for items, like kind of what my budget is or what my, my price points are. And then you can kind of decide from there. And I know here's another thing that that's different every thrift store in every different area is going to be different. When we travel, if we have time, we will stop into different thrift stores and we're always comparing our prices, you know, and oh my gosh, here in Minnesota, the prices are so much cheaper than they are in Iowa or, you know, here in Michigan, you know, the prices are, you know, so much higher, you know, whatever it is, it's, it, it, it does depend on where you live as well. So that's kind of, you know, it's just a hard topic to talk about. And I do have people. So like I said, I do have, I started a shop page, um, on Instagram because people kept asking if they could buy the items I was sharing in my hauls. And I finally, a couple of years ago, or maybe a year and a half ago, I finally decided, you know what, I'm going to give this a try. Um, because there were so many things inside the thrift store that I was leaving behind because I didn't need them for our home, but yet I knew they were great items, right? And so now I'm able to shop for other people and me and um, not leave those amazing items behind. 
And so I know a lot of people, um, you know, when they go to my shop page, the way that I have it set up, as soon as an, uh, an item off my shop sells, the price and everything is taken off because people were getting confused if the price was still there, but it said sold, they thought it was still available and then they were trying to sell it or sell it, buy it and it was just a mess. And so the way that I have found that works best is if I take the pricing and all of that off when an item sells. Um, so you still see the photo, you still see the sold item, but I get a lot of people saying, I wanna see what the price was, what was the price? Cause I wanna see what I can sell things for. And again, on that end of it, it's kind of hard to, um, sorry, I always forget to do that. It is kind of, um, I forget to turn that off or turn the, turn the sound off. Um, it's kind of hard because again, it depends on where you're selling, you know, have you curated an audience? Have you, you know, so that's going to all be different too. So, um, but I did, I wanted to, since it's one of my most asked questions, I wanted to create this guide, um, for you in the new year and just kind of, um, just kind of help you navigate the pricing and, um, how to thrift for your home and all those things. So, I will leave a link to this guide in the show notes, so definitely check that out because there's more um, to it than than what I'm going to go over here in the podcast, but um, so definitely check that out. Um, and I just want you to know, these are my price points. This is what I use for my home. So this is not... Um, necessarily gonna, you know, for shop items, it might look a little different, but when I'm buying things for my home, um, this is kind of what I go by. And again, your home, your city, your state, it's gonna, it will look different. Um, and I kind of, you will create your own guidelines, but I know people want to know what I'm paying for things. And that's just something I've never gone over. I could probably, (laughs) you know, go back and then go through everything that I paid for items. Um, it's just, it's just something I just have never shared when I'm, when I'm picking up items. So I am doing that now. Um, and I, I should say too, um, if you guys listen to my sticker shock podcast episode, uh, prices have changed so much as with everything over the last couple of years. So, um, I've had to raise my budget a little bit when I'm shopping at thrift stores. And I feel like the inventory at thrift stores has changed so much. Like, you know, there are certain items that are just super hard to find. And for those items, I want to, um, those items that are super hard to find, I will pay up for if it's something that I have been looking for or like, I know I can do something with right away or I know it's going to be the perfect piece for our home or whatever. I will pay up for those. Um, but yet I'm still, there have been a couple of pieces in one of our local thrift stores that, oh my gosh, one of them, it was unbelievable. I really, it had a marble top and it was kind of, kind of picture like a buffet piece, but not really on legs. It was more full, if that makes sense. It was kind of like had bun feet. That's such a bad description, but it was just unbelievable. It was $500 and we had no place to put it in our home. Now, when we do find that home and the home, whatever calms down, (laughs) the house, whatever calms down, um, you know, that might've been a piece that I would have grabbed, um, 
you know, if we had the space. But um, even at 500, I would, that was like really, really high. And they had a couple of, of um, other, it's like somebody had cleaned out a really old house because you could tell all these big items were, were near each other. And, um, you know, it was just kind of like the same era, the same time. Um, and you knew they kind of came from the same house. And so there were a couple of other pieces that were just unbelievably amazing. They didn't fit with our home at all, but just their prices were so high. Um, and those other ones did sit in that thrift store for a long time. So, um, so yeah, with that being said, so like I'm saying, if I if there's something that I really want to find or like I really need a cabinet for this room or whatever and you know, I find something amazing, I will pay up for it a little bit, but yet there's still that threshold where I'm like just cuz you're a thrift store and you think you can put whatever price on it and somebody's going to come in here and say, "Oh, it's a, a price at a thrift store and so it must be cheap." Please let me tell you. Please let me tell you. Do not think that anymore. That is not true. They have raised their prices on so many things. Um, and it's not just now. Like this was before. Like I would pick up items that had come from a home goods or a Target, and the price at the thrift store was higher than what it was in the original store. So that happens a lot. Just because it's in a thrift store does not mean it's a good buy. So you definitely need to keep your blinders on and keep your, you know, keep stay the course. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, don't get excited and, you know, drawn off track because of this, you know, shiny things like it definitely happens a lot. And so just like any other store, you just got to watch the prices and um, that can definitely happen. So. um, OK, so basically I'm going to go over some of the things that I'm always picking up at thrift stores. So these are the items that if I find them at a good price within my price range, I'm going to pick them up. Um. And like I said, it's going to be different for you, but this guide's going to help you kind of set your own. So check the show notes for the link to this because then you can print it off and use it um, for yourself and just kind of see more in detail what I'm talking about. So um, I never want to leave a thrift store with buyer's remorse and a thrift store, um, and this may differ in other areas. I can't take back, I can take back items that don't work. So like if it's something electronic or something and it doesn't work, I can take that back. Um, if you, you're buying clothes at a thrift store, like our thrift stores, I think you have five days or something and then you can take them back. But otherwise, you know, if I picked up a basket and paid way over price for it, I can't take it back to the thrift store. So that's one thing with thrifting. You don't have that really return policy like you do in most other retail stores. So you don't want to walk out with buyer's remorse because you're stuck with the item. <laughs> if I walk out of a, you know, Target and I am, you know, the next day I'm like, oh my gosh, I spent $100 on stuff I didn't need. I can take it back, right? Like there's no, you know, it, it's fine, but you don't want to do that in a thrift store. So and this is, these are kind of the same prices that I would use at an estate sale, um, a um, yard sale, a flea market, you know, those kinds of things. So this this, this is all applicable to all of those things. So number one, so one area that I love to look um, for is like the greenery, the stems, the florals, the faux wreaths, the like that kind of area in your thrift store. Um, depending on what it is, I like to be under $5 for those items. So unless I'm getting like, you know, if there was like a huge bunch of, you know, uh, you know, stems or whatever, I would pay more than that. But I, you know, if I definitely, I would not pay, you know, 
I, this just happened. There were stems at um, a, a thrift store I was recently in, and they were like $3 for one of the stems. Does that make sense? So, um, and I'm like, there's no way. So when I say under $5, I'm meaning I want a good bunch of them that I can fill a vase it with for under $5. Um, if I find one stem for 3 or $4, I'm not picking it up because I know I can, like, that's not a great buy, um, especially for the faux ones that are, you know, usually you can find them cheaper for that than that on Amazon. So, that's kind of my price point for those. Um, now, like wreaths and things might be a little bit. Um, I didn't add wreaths on this actual guide, but I like to look at wreaths because sometimes they have things in them or on them that I really, really like. Um, and I'll take the wreath apart. And then maybe the wreath form itself, I could reuse and do something else with it. So um, that's just kind of kind of where I like to be and where I like to um the, the greenery and the stems can get really expensive if you're buying them, you know, online or in stores. Home Goods um, and TJ Maxx are probably my favorite uh, retail place to find those. I feel like at a reasonable price. Um, Amazon too, you can find some good some good options there. But at the thrift store at a yard sale, that's my price range. That's where I want to be. Okay, if you followed me at all on any social like Facebook or Instagram. I love a good Scrabble tile. <laughs> so I love to pick up old Scrabble games or just Scrabble games in general um, because I love to fill vases and things um, with my, with the, just the wood Scrabble tiles. So I just like the way they look. Um, just, I'm a sucker for like wood and then just with the letters and stuff on them. Um, I just like the way they look. So I fill vases with them and um, other things like bowls, ironstone bowls and those kinds of things um, with the Scrabble tiles. So I always pick them up when I find them. I've made, you know, ornaments, gift tags, all kinds of things with Scrabble tiles. And so if I can find them under $3 a game with the tiles in there... <laughs> make sure the tiles are in there. Um, then I will pick that up. Anything over that. And I've been finding them for $8, $9. That's a definite no for me. That is not going to happen. So $3 and under, that's where I'm at. That's my sweet spot. And a great place to find those um, really inexpensive is estate sales and yard sales. Um, I feel like the thrift stores have caught on or something and they keep marking them up. So Frames. Frames are huge at the thrift store. They can be expensive in a retail store. So um, I I like to find really amazing frames at a thrift store. But <laughs> depending on the size, so I'm going to say 8 by 10 and smaller, I like to be $5 and under. Um, anything over that, I'm not, that's kind of like my, my, I mean, it would have to be a really cool vintage frame you know, an antique frame for me to go over that. But, you know, just like a regular frame that you might find at Home Goods or something, um, a pretty frame or something, you know, a eight by 10 and smaller, I'm $5 and under. Baskets. Now, baskets is one of those topics that can have a broad range <laughs> of um, prices. So I love a good basket. Like if I can find an old vintage farmhouse, like a basket, I have an issue. So and it's, when I find great prices on them, I pick them up. I don't even care where <laughs> where I'm going to put them. Um, but uh, 
my price point for a really good basket, it has to be under $10. Now, if I find like a massive old, you know, like farmhouse, you know what I'm talking about, like a big gathering basket or like a laundry basket or like a just, a but it's got to be a bigger size. I may pay a little bit above that, but um, anything else, smaller baskets and underneath um, and underneath. Smaller baskets and underneath. I don't know what that means, but it's $10 and under. I actually went to a yard sale. Oh my gosh. I still remember this. And it was kind of, there weren't, it's it, it's in one of my favorite areas to yard sale at. And there wasn't a ton of stuff, but there was some, you know, a couple of good things. Um, I didn't pick up tons, but I actually walked through the sale a second time and I found this basket hanging in the garage. And I was like, how did I miss this? It had a $3 sticker on it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I took it up there and she's like, this is actually a French, in her accent, her French accent, this is actually a French um, basket. It was for, I can't remember what she said it was for, but I was like, oh my gosh. Now, um, I knew that's where she was from and I knew it was authentic. And so, um, you know, I saw the $3 price tag. I loved the look of the basket. Um, and then to hear that story, it's like, I would have paid a lot more than that. And her friend right next to her who was helping her with the sale said, what are you doing selling these like authentic, like real things from France for $3? And I'm thinking just, I, you know, and I had already paid her, thank goodness. But um, that's one of my thing, favorite things about um, you know, thrifting or yard sales, estate sales, those kinds of things. Because if you can get the story behind the item you're picking up, um, it just adds to the charm and character and the value in your home. I know that sounds a little weird, but it's like I can walk through our house with somebody that doesn't know and literally everything in our home has a story where we picked it up, how we, you know, Matt climbed under an old thing in a barn and pulled the things out or like we've had so many fun adventures shopping this way and just like hunting and picking this way that it just makes everything in my home and our home more special and just um I don't know it's just so fun it's just it's just something it's it's my favorite it's my favorite (laughs) and those of you who know know I mean I don't have to I don't have to explain that to you but okay now, vintage items, um, this is kind of what I said. If it's it's if, if it's items that it's it really hard to find, um, I may pay more for them. Um, I always have my um, app up that tells me that I can look up instantly in a thrift store what something's worth or w- the origin of something, information about it. And I have that, um, that app and everything linked inside this guide. So make sure if you are not using this app, you are missing out. I'm, I'm telling you, since I discovered it, it, it's free. Every time I'm in a thrift store or a yard sale or something, I have that app open because there's so many items that I know are amazing. And I wish I would have known about this years ago that I just, you know, that I just have to find out. And I have been, I have been both surprised and let down, you know, because you think you found something great and it's really nothing or you're kind of think that's really cool and you find out it's really like really it is something amazing. So I have all of that inside this guide. So make sure that you check it out. But I have that open at all times. So as far as vintage items, um, old books, that's something that I'm always looking for. And they used it used to be a dime a dozen at our thrift stores here. Not so much anymore. And if they are in the thrift store, sometimes they mark them up. Um, 
My price point for old books used to be under a dollar. And again, estate sales and yard sales, those are a great place to find them a lot cheaper. Church sales, that's another great place. Um, I love a good church sale. <laughs> They're one of my favorite sales to go to. Like I would, I would, I would pick a church sale over an estate sale any day. But um, but in this guide, I put under $2. So they've just been marked up a little bit more and the prices have gone up a lot of places. So um, I will not pay, you know, up to $2. And I'm being more picky about the books that I do pick up because, I mean, if if we're being honest, our, our home could look like a library some days because of the amount of books I've had. So, so $2 is my price point for that. Old wood boxes are kind of like baskets to me especially if they've got some lettering or some marking or some, you know what I mean? Like, you know, maybe it's engraved somewhere on the box. I'm telling you, I just, they look so good no matter where you put them. And if you use the My Favorite Salve on them, oh my gosh, they just look, they're just amazing. Um, So I definitely look out for those. And I would say that my price point, I want to be under $10 for those. Um, Again, it would have to be a really old antique box that's got some major or some amazing markings on it for me to go above that. Under $10 is where I like to be for those boxes. You can use them for so many things. They're like so functional, but yet look so amazing wherever you put them. I have one above our fridge with like extra stuff that I don't need every day um, in there. I have them on the hutch in our living room. Again, like you can store your extension cords and things in them, right? Those things that are you need to, you know, have and have easy access to, but yet they don't look great. Um, I use them in my um, office to store different things. Um, I've used them in Gabrielle's craft area. So I just, I love them. They're just so good for so many things. So I do pick them up a lot. Vintage or large mirrors. Now you can find, I have found the most amazing mirrors at, um, thrift stores. And again, those are kind of hard, especially the really good ones, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So, um, my price point for those, it's under 30 bucks. Now, when I say under $30, I'm thinking a pretty good sized, like, like a mirror you would find over a dresser type of size. You know what I mean? Like a good substantial size under, you know, under $30 is where I want to be. If it's just a small, like a five by seven, four by six, eight by 10 mirror, I'm going to want to be under 10 bucks for that. But Um, those large vintage mirrors, a lot of, you know, these vintage items that I'm talking about here are items that, you know, retail stores are now trying to reproduce to make look old and to, to give you that look. So when you can find the real deal thing, I will raise my prices for those kinds of things. Do you know what I'm saying? So, um, the real thing I would just much rather have than going to buy the, um, you know, a reproduction somewhere. Now, with that said, and I've said it here before, I am not, I am not opposed to buying a good dupe here and there when you can find it. Because some of these items that I'm talking about are really hard to find, what thrifting and yard selling and, you know, it, it takes some time to curate that. So a good dupe is always, is always a good option. And so vintage frames, I kind of touched on this. Um, again, if they're smaller, um, I want to, I, if they're vintage and old, I, I go up to $10 and under. Um, even I'm just thinking, I just bought a massive, I mean, it's massive. I, it's, I'm 5'2", and it probably comes like from the floor up to my chin. Um, and it's just the frame. That's all that came with it. And that was $10. Now I am going to turn that into a project. Um, and I may be cutting that down. But 
Um, so that was a steal because that that frame was so massive. And so $10, I was like, heck yes, all day. But um, so if it was a bigger frame and it had the glass and everything with it, um, I might go a little bit over that. Just it just depends. It just depends. Like like I said, these are not these are kind of my price points. But like, you know, you you've always got that. Oh, my gosh, you found that vintage frame that is you have never seen anything like it. And it's really old and it's, you know, amazing. I'm going to pay up for that. Right. Like so it's just, you know, you will always have those one offs, you know, that that basket that's unbelievable, I'm going to go above that $10 or whatever it is. So you will have those one-offs here and there, but this is my general price price point for everything. So wood furniture, um, and the reason I say wood furniture is because that's all I'm ever picking up. I am not going to be ever picking up, um, you know, pieces made out of, you know, held together by plastic pieces or, you know, those kinds of things where the back is made of cardboard or anything like that. Now, wood veneer is still wood furniture. <laughs> so um, anything wood furniture, um, I like to be, I'm just going to say, there are different pieces that I will pay different price points for. But if I am flipping a piece of furniture to sell, um, I like to be at $50 or under. Um, but I will pay more for a piece of furniture that I'm keeping for my home. Um, that's, that's for sure. So, um, that's where I kind of like to be. Now a buffet is different than a dresser because I know I can command a higher price for a buffet. So I will pay up a little bit more for a buffet. So there are different pieces, but this is just kind of my general, um, general thing for this guide to kind of give you a, a, an idea. So another thing is ironstone. Um, if you followed me for a long time, ironstone is, is so pretty and it's something that's really hard to find. So, um, Again, I do find it every now and then, and there have been many pieces that I've walked away from, um, but there are those pieces that I have found, like pitchers, vases, like a, like vessels. Um, there's this piece I have, it's like a, it's like on a stand and it kind of, it's like a bowl on a stand, if that makes sense. Like those kind of kinds of ironstone pieces I'm going to pay up for. I can use them all year round. I can change out what's in them um, for the season, the holiday, the season of life we're in, you know what I mean? Depending on what I'm, what I need them for, um, I will pay up for them. Whereas maybe it's plates or a random cup or something, you know what I mean? Where I'm not going to, it's like, well, if I can get it under a dollar, I might pick it up. Um, but so I like to be under $10 for most of those items, ironstone items that I'm finding. And I'm trying to think, I don't think for any of the pieces that I have kept, even the big vessel, you guys, that was like one of the best stories. I don't know if I've shared it here before, but um, under $10, I was under $10. That vessel, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's not a pitcher, it's like a vase, but yet it's wider. So I'm calling it a vessel. It was on top of the book where the like the shelves where they keep the books and it had a ton of fall like stems in it like you know that we talked about at the beginning of this this um, podcast it had a ton of that in that and so that's all you saw was the um, fall stems and then I'm like wait a minute <laughs> from a distance I just see this white kind of vase with this stuff in it but when I started moving a little bit I could see that the white was a little bit yellow and I'm like there is no way that huge piece is ironstone. And you guys, oh my gosh, I could not like, okay, I, and I don't know if I, does anybody else know this? Okay, again, if you know, you know. Um, 
that feeling you get in a thrift store or a yard sale or wherever you are hunting and looking for things and you find that piece and you were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You are legitimately freaking out inside, right? Like you, like if somebody could see <laughs> your inside on the outside, they'd be like, this woman needs help, right? Like you start sweating. Like it's just like, oh my gosh, I cannot get this to my car fast enough. I just have to get, let, just get me to the checkout line. Like... <laughs> nobody knows what's in my arm right now. Like nobody, everybody thinks I'm buying these false stems. Just get me to my car so I can freak out and just scream a little bit in my car. I wish I was kidding, but I'm not kidding. And if, like I said, if you know, you know, because it's, because the thrill of the hunt, it is what keeps me coming back, right? Matt and I have always said, if we won the the lottery, we would still shop for our home this way. Um, we might hit up more antique stores that we know will definitely have what we're looking for. You know what I mean? Because all of that's curated. Like that is what they're looking for. You pay up because they are curating those things. And it's not just a, you know, free for all or maybe you'll find something. It's more, you know, it's more dialed in at an antique store. Um, but we definitely... It's just that thrill of the hunt. No matter how much money we have, we will still shop this way because because of those moments when you're like, oh my gosh, I just found an ironstone vessel, massive. It's under $10 and nobody knows. <laughs> like, I'm just going to walk out of here and freak out on my own. But And you, you try to play it cool. You know what I mean? Like you're not actually running to the checkout line, like trying to, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I would love to hear from you guys if you know what I'm talking about. Um, or if you have a story like that, um, I have a gazillion. I have a gazillion. Another one was a typewriter that I literally followed this man um, around the store. He had it in a cart and that I could kind of tell he wasn't like he hadn't really made up his mind about it. Like he was still, you know, thinking about it, but he knew how to shop a thrift store, put it in your cart just so you can think about it and then set it down later. And then um, I'm just walking around that thrift store done. Like I hadn't found anything else. I'm walking around to wait to see if he's leaving with it or if he's not. Anybody else wasted time in a thrift store just to see that. And then he set the sucker down and I was, oh my gosh, I ran over there. It's like this, um, like an olive green old typewriter. I still have it. It's in our family room. So, um, oh my gosh, I have a ton of stories like that. So I could do, we could do probably a whole podcast. If you guys would send me in those stories, I would love to do a podcast just about those stories. Oh my gosh. I'm writing this down right now because I'm going to forget it. That would be so much, um, that would be so much fun. Um, I will forget this. So I just want to write this down and see if I can get some of these stories in. But email me, lindsay at mycreativedays.com. You can send me a voicemail, but I just think those would be a lot of fun to go through. And um, hopefully they're in a in a way that I can share them on the podcast because for the, we because we just we all understand each other. <laughs> we all understand each other. Okay, that was what um I'm I'm gonna share now from that pricing guide. But like I said, we are gonna have a link to all of this in the show notes and there's more in there. So definitely go look at the link because you want that app for sure on your phone. Um, go to the link, check it out. Um, there's a, more info, a ton more information inside this guide, but I just thought I'd go over a little bit of it uh, today with you guys um, to just kind of, that is one question I get asked a lot. And so in the new year, I said, let's put something together and kind of help these people navigate pricing and, and, and what, they, what they should be spending at the thrift store. So let me know if this was helpful and 
Happy thrifting. Um, and I will talk to you guys real soon. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here. And I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.